Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, up-level your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Feminine Fire with Beck Gazillo. Here we are, our final episode of 2023, and I have such a good one for you today. To close out the year, I'm sharing how to set yourself and your business up for an abundant 2024. Now, this is my last week with clients for the year, so I'm getting ready to close my laptop and enjoy some much-needed downtime with the family. I can't wait. We're going to my Italian nonna's for Christmas this year. She lives about six hours away in a small country town. It'll be about a million degrees. It's always such a hot Christmas out that way, and we'll be eating our weight in food. My nonna is an amazing cook. She's a very typical Italian nonna, always filling up our plates and insisting that we eat more. And it'll just be so nice to see that side of the family. Being six hours away, we don't get to see them as much as I'd like. But before we get there, I've got this final episode for you to close out the year. These last few weeks, my main priority in the business outside of wrapping things up with clients for the year has been to really immerse myself in the visioning and planning for 2024. I've had lots of ideas and thoughts percolating away in the background for a while now, and I've really wanted to ground those ideas and bring them together into a vision and plan for the year ahead. So I thought it'd be fun to take you into my planning process today. I know holidays can often be a time when you're allowing those ideas and dreams and visions to percolate. You're more relaxed, you're away from your desk. I find that's the time when you're most likely to have that inspiration drop in, that intuitive hit, that intuitive knowing, that creative spark. And it's also a time when you might get to sneak away and do some planning when it's quieter online and you've got that extra spaciousness. So I wanted to share this with you now prior to holidays. So you've got this process for when you are ready to sit down and take those ideas and create a beautifully inspired, intuitive plan for yourself and your business in 2024. What I recommend you do is listen to this now so you can start sparking that inspiration while you're on holidays and then bookmarking it to come back to again when you are sitting down to do your planning. Okay, let's dive in. The first thing to know is that my planning process brings together mindset, energetics, and strategy. It is as much an energetic spiritual practice as it is a strategic, practical, and grounded one. So I want you to make this a beautiful ritual for yourself. Make it lush, make it fun. Imagine you're taking yourself out on a hot date. Planning doesn't have to be boring or dry. It can be a beautiful, lush experience. In fact, it's better when it is, not just because it's more enjoyable, but because it's going to make it more powerful energetically. So what's going to make this experience lush? What's going to make this experience fun and enjoyable and just chef's kiss amazing? It can be as simple as lighting your favorite candle and playing some vibey music, or it can be more elaborate if that's more your style. 
You can do it in your office, your lounge room. You can take your laptop to your favorite cafe and do it there. Whatever feels the most fun, the most luxurious for you, just make it a whole vibe. When we're doing any kind of visioning, goal setting and planning, what we're also doing is manifesting. And if we're bored or uncomfortable or rushed or uninspired, then we're manifesting from that place, which is not ideal. We want to raise our vibration and elevate our energy and create a space and an experience that feels fun and beautiful and comfortable and inspired, because that's the energy we want to be in when manifesting for the year ahead. So before you do anything, be intentional about how you're creating a beautiful, lush space for you to do your yearly planning. I want you to romanticize the whole experience, make it as delicious as it can be. So once you've done that, you're ready to roll. Let's get into this planning process now. Step number one is to reflect on 2023. We want to go into the new year with a clean, energetic slate. So this first step is really about reflecting on the year, celebrating your wins, and most importantly, letting go of what is no longer serving you. Sometimes in a year, everything goes to plan and you hit your goals. And other times, things don't work out the way you expect and you don't quite achieve what you'd hoped you would. That's not right or wrong, it just is. So let's take the time now to celebrate what worked in 2023 and reflect on what didn't so you can clear the decks and make space for the beautiful new opportunities to flow through in 2024. This is about stepping into the new year without any attachments or stories that might be holding you back from bringing your big, beautiful 2024 vision to life. Now to do this, I've got some questions for you to consider. Number one, what did you do and achieve this year? What I recommend here is to go through your calendar and list out everything you did, everything you achieved. I love doing this because we often forget all the things we've done in a year, especially things from the first half. And it's really fun to go through and look at just how much you've accomplished in that time. So what did you do and achieve this year? Number one. Number two is what worked really well this year? Who did you love working with? What did you love doing? What was your favorite part of your business this year? What practices have felt really good? What rituals have felt really good? What things in your life and business have just really supported you and helped you to feel more abundant, more easeful, more expansive? Take a moment to reflect on these questions and what worked really well for you this year. These are the things you'll want to continue and amplify into 2024. The next question is what didn't work so well? What didn't you enjoy doing? What relationships didn't quite work out? What was the least enjoyable part of your business? What felt draining for you? What habits haven't been super supportive for you? What would you do differently? These questions are going to help you get clear on what changes you want and need to make in 2024. And then knowing all of this, knowing what you achieved, knowing what worked well and what didn't, What are your biggest learnings from the year and how are you taking these into 2024 with you? What are you most proud of and how are you celebrating that? And what is no longer serving you and how are you letting it go? Essentially, we want to take your reflections, celebrate the wins, integrate the lessons and leave the rest behind. So those final questions there are, what are your biggest learnings from the year 
and how are you taking these into 2024 with you? What are you most proud of and how are you celebrating that? And what is no longer serving you and how are you letting it go? So that's step one, reflect on 2023. Step two is to get clear on your vision for 2024. This is where you get to dream big, where you cast your vision for the year to come, feeling into it, allowing your intuition to guide you. I see this as being a very feminine, flowy part of the process, where you're being led by feeling and intuition first and foremost. Try not to think too much here. Allow yourself to feel Or if you're a super visual person, see what it is that you're calling in. Some questions to help you here. And what I find really helpful, particularly for this part of the process where you're feeling more into that intuitive feminine flow, what I recommend is closing down your eyes if you can. If you're driving, if you're walking, if you're out and about, please don't do this. But if it is safe for you to do so, I recommend closing down your eyes, breathing deeply, connecting within and expanding your energy out into the year ahead, into 2024, and holding that energy as you ask yourself and reflect on these questions. How do you want to feel in 2024? What words come up for you? What excites you about the year ahead? What gives you the tingles from head to toe? What is your intuition guiding you towards? What are you calling in? Allow the answers to these questions to flow freely, journal on them, let them flow and allow your vision for the year to slowly come into focus through this process, getting clearer and clearer until you have this beautiful, clear vision of exactly how you want 2024 to feel. And it's at this point that I'd ask you, is there a word or a theme that's coming through for you for 2024? I love having a word of the year, something to really anchor into as the vision and vibe of the year ahead to continue to check back in across the year to use as that filter through which all your decisions are made, your guiding light, your North Star. I really, really love this practice. It's something I've done for at least the last five years, and it's one that I'll continue to do because I find it really helps to bring intentionality to my year, to my vision for my life and business. And I know it does the same for so many people I know, my clients, my friends. It's a popular one for a reason. So what is your word for 2024? To give you an example, my word for 2024 has only just landed. If you listened to the podcast last week, my yearly reflection episode, you'll know in that I shared that my word of the year had not quite landed yet. Well, it has now. Over the last few weeks, I've really been feeling into what I want 2024 to be. And I know that it's all about the up-level upgrade vibes. You know, there's a brand refresh coming. There's some new ways of showing up and getting visible coming. There's some new ways I want to play with building and nurturing my community. So I've been sitting with these intentions, with these feelings. And as I was going through this visioning and planning process, the word finally landed for me. My word for 2024 is power. For me, this is about stepping more fully into my power in 2024 as a spiritual CEO, as a mama, as a podcaster, as a leader, you know, not hiding, not playing it small. 
With this brand refresh that's coming, I've really been thinking about what the next evolution of the business is, what the next evolution of me as a leader, as a CEO is. And I really want to be embodying the full me in the business, claiming my power, claiming my leadership, claiming my space. There's a new level of this coming through for me this year, and I'm really bloody excited about it and also kind of a little terrified. So I'm really wanting to play at the edge of that in 2024. A big part of this is about personal responsibility and self-leadership and showing up for myself in the same way that I show up for my family and my clients and my community. And I know having the word power as my North Star this year, the decisions I make, the actions I take, it's going to support me to really take things to the next level. And I'm really looking forward to where that takes me in 2024. So what I encourage you to do is to allow that word of the year to land for you. You know, what is your word for 2024? And then dig a little deeper into what it means for you. That why and meaning behind it is the most important part. So that's step two, bringing clarity to your vision and deciding on your word of the year. Step three is to set your goals for 2024. Now that you've got your big picture vision, your word and theme of the year, it's time to get into the details. What does that actually look like practically? What are the tangible goals? What are the priorities? What do you want to achieve in 2024? What do you want to bring to life? When it comes to goal setting, I set goals under five categories, self, health and wellness, relationships and family, home and business. And I usually have three to five goals under each category. For the business, it's sometimes more, but three to five goals for each. And I make sure that I write them all in the present tense and I'm as specific as I can be with any numbers or any details if that's relevant. So, for example, under health and wellness, you might have the goal, I am moving my body every day and exercising three times per week. Under self, you might have the goal, I've found a local hairdresser that I love and always have my next appointment booked in advance. For the business, you might have a monthly income goal, which I recommend having, by the way. And it could be, I am easily creating consistent 10K months. 10K months is my norm. Now, the reason present tense is so important is because, as we've already talked about, This is as much a strategic planning process as it is an energetic one. We are manifesting here. So by writing our goals in the present tense, we are calling it into the sacred now. And you can also then use them like affirmations to repeat them again and again and cement them in your subconscious as being already true for you. When you do this, your brain will literally then be wired to look for the opportunities to make your goals happen so powerful. And when it comes to being specific, this is important because this is firstly what helps you know when you've achieved your goal. And secondly, when it comes to the energetic side of things, the more specific you can be, the better. When you're wishy-washy with the universe, the universe is wishy-washy with you. When you're specific, the universe is specific. So be specific. I also recommend writing them somewhere you can access them easily. I've got mine in my notes app on my phone so I can regularly check in with them. You could also pop them up in your office or on your desk somewhere, somewhere visible and easily accessible. 
So once you've got your goals, the final part of this is to surrender and detach from the timeline. There is a fine balance between holding the vision of your goals and trusting in the process at the same time. These goals, they're yours. This vision, it's yours. It's just a matter of time and trust. And I know that's a lot easier said than done. As humans, it's in our nature to want to know exactly when and how it's going to work. We want that certainty, but it just doesn't work like that. So we need to set the goals, hold the vision and surrender. And this is why your mindset is so important, because this part isn't always easy. Trusting in the process, trusting in the divine timing of it all, it's not easy, but it's important. So hold the vision, trust, and do the mindset work you need to do in order to do that. So that's step three, setting your yearly goals. Step four is to map out your yearly plan. And we're really getting into the masculine action-oriented energy now. This is about creating the plan of what you're actually going to do in 2024. I recommend doing this in two stages. First, high level across the year, and then a more detailed plan for the first quarter, the first three months of the year. I like doing this so I have both a skeleton plan of what's happening across the year and I can see that and I can plan for that and I can know that there's decisions to be made in the future, but I've already got that plan locked and loaded ahead of time. And then, of course, a more detailed plan of what's happening over the next 90 days, because that's what I'm obviously going to have to action first. So let's first look at your high level plan across the year. What are your plan projects for 2024? What are the things you already know are locked in? What are you launching and when? What holidays are you taking and when? And what other key dates are important? Things like long weekends, birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Black Friday, any other kind of significant sales periods. We want to map it all out now so we know what we're working with. For me, I always know when I'm launching the Spiritual Business Mistress Mind. So I map out those dates first, and then I look at what other programs and events I'm planning on running. In 2024, I know I'll be running Confident Consistent Cash at least once. I've also got some in-person events I want to run as well as some online events. So I schedule those in and then I schedule in some holidays too. So important. Don't forget about those holidays. Then we want to look at a more detailed plan for the first quarter. So in your high level plan, you've already decided what you're selling, what you're launching, what you're creating in that 90 days. It's then about going through and looking at what decisions need to be made, what tasks need to happen, mapping it all out and scheduling it in. So this quarterly planning process happens every three months. And because we've got that high level plan for the year already, it's so much easier because it's then just a matter of coloring in the detail and really bringing it to life. Now that you've got your high level plan for the year and your more detailed plan for the next 90 days, step five is to call in the mindset, energy, resources, and support you need. This is the bit that people don't often think about, but it's an absolute game changer because this is what sets you up for success. It takes you from, okay, cool, I've got a plan to, okay, I've got a plan and what I need to actually make it happen. So there's three questions I'll ask you here. Number one, what mindset shifts need to happen to bring your 2024 vision, goals, and plan to life? 
Now, I've said this before, but mindset is everything. There's not much point setting out to bring your big, juicy vision to life without having the mindset to back it up. You want to be doing the mindset work you need to do to support you in reaching your goals. Otherwise, it's only going to hold you back and make it harder. So looking at your vision, at your goals, at your plan, what are the mindset shifts you need to make? What mindset is going to support you here? What are the beliefs? What are the standards that are going to make it happen for you this year? Take some time to identify those mindset shifts and make it a priority. Number two, who do you need to be to bring your 2024 vision, goals, and plan to life? This is about your energy. This is about the embodiment of your goals. Who is the version of you that has already achieved this? How do they show up? How do they carry themselves in the world? What are their habits? What are their rituals? What are their practices? And how can you step more into this energy today? What is one small action you can take to bring you closer to embodying that version of you? If you can continue to ask yourself this question and continue to step more and more into the version of you who has already achieved your goals, who is already living your 2024 vision, then you are going to fast track your way there. And when I think about this, I'm really reminded of that saying, it's not about reaching the goal, but about who you become in the process. So who are you becoming this year as you move towards your goals and vision? That's the question to ask yourself. And finally, number three, what support and resources do you need to reach your 2024 goals? Now, this support can come in many forms. It might look like investing in a coach or bringing on a new team member or contractor. It could be adding something new to your tech stack. It could even be an investment in your own self-care. What I recommend you do is look at each of your goals and ask yourself if you have the resources to achieve that goal right now on your own. And if not, what support or resources do you need? So for example, if your goal is to launch a podcast in 2024, and I've got a few clients who are doing that this year, so, so exciting, then you might need to get some new gear, for example, a microphone at the very least. You will also likely need to add to your tech stack And you might decide to outsource the editing and production. So what support and resources do you need to reach that goal? To give you a non-business example, if your goal is to start running at least once per week, then you might need to buy some new running shoes. And yes, that is an example taken straight out of my 2024 plan. So looking at your goals, what support and resources do you need to reach them? So that is the fifth and final step of my yearly planning process. To recap, those five steps are number one, reflect on 2023. Number two, get clear on your vision for the year ahead. Number three, set your 2024 goals. Number four, map out your yearly plan. And number five, call in the mindset, energy, resources and support you need. Now, I cannot believe this means that we are here at the end of the final episode for 2023. So wild. I really hope this has been supportive for you today. I wanted to dive in deep and unpack my planning process with you from start to finish so that you have everything you need as you're sitting down to map out your year ahead. 
And I want to take this opportunity now to thank you for another incredible year of the Feminine Fire podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for making this show what it is, because without you, the podcast wouldn't exist. I am so grateful to you. If you've been around for a while, thank you. If this is your first time listening in, thank you. I appreciate you so much. And I am so excited for what 2024 is going to hold for both me and you. So as we say goodbye to another year, please know that I am beaming you so, so much love. I know this time of year can be challenging for some. So if that's you, please know that I am sending you extra love and care at this time. I am wishing you a beautiful, delicious, fun, festive season and the most abundant year ahead. As I said at the top of this episode, I'll be eating my weight in Italian food at my nonna's house come Christmas, and then I'll be coming home to enjoy our first summer here in our new house. We live in a tourist town, so we'll be spending most of our time at the beach, in the pool, just enjoying the Southern Hemisphere summer. I can't wait. And I am planning on being super relaxed the next time you hear from me. Speaking of that, we'll be taking a week off the podcast over the holidays, one week off. So the next episode will be coming out the first week of January. And I've got some really fun episodes lined up for the start of the year, which I'm excited to share with you. But for now, I am signing off for the year, wishing you a very happy holiday season, and I'll see you in 2024. Big love. Big love.